0: Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald, Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace.
1: What a blessing it is to see and greet all of you. I do it with the love of the Lord and the joy of Jesus Christ. I am peacock proud and honeymoon happy uh, to be here at the amazing Fellowship Church of Chicago. What a church. What a history. What possibilities. I'm so excited because I think about fellowship and the rich history. Dr. Clay Evans, that phenomenal legend and icon, Pastor Charles Jenkins. What a genius and what a gift he is. And then it's like God just has something special for fellowship. It's like God says, I'm going to just keep on blessing y'all. And blessing, y'all. And not only do you have a rich history, but you were pregnant with phenomenal possibilities under the amazing, anointed, gifted, brilliant, phenom, preacher par excellence. I'm talking about my classmate, the Reverend Reginald Wayne Sharp what a phenom what a gift what a genius o m to the G Z. as a matter of fact you know what you you know you know what they said about shaft he's a bad mother shut your mouth i'm talking about sharp i thank god for pastor reginald wayne sharp and then his amazing queen that sister can sing can't she queen sharp my god what a gift what a gift what a dynamic duo they are and how blessed we are to be in their presence. I'm excited about the present and future of the church as long as we got Reginald Wayne Sharp, my classmate, my classmate. I'm I'm so proud of him. I thank God for him. Let me just tell you this right quick. We love him at Friendship West, okay? And we love him so much. He came to Friendship West in July. Uh, and preached uh, for our revival and after service I had a number of them come up to me in the, during the virtual service and there were those in house and they said can he come back next month and so I had to explain he does have a church in Chicago and so they said well just in case they want to act funny just let, let, let them know he has a home at Friendship West in Dallas so I know y'all gonna treat him right because they will get rid of me to bring him so uh you bad doc i thank god for you and thank god for your ministry let me uh jump to our text for the message the text is 1 kings chapter 17 wonderfully familiar passage of scripture from the new living translation of the 11th century vowed hebrew masoretic text hear now god's word first kings chapter 17 beginning at verse one now elijah who was from Tishba in Gilead, told King Ahab, As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel is, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go to the east and hide by the Cherith brook, near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. So Elijah did as the Lord told him, and camped beside Careth Brook, east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go live in the village of Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks. And I asked her, Would you please bring me a little water? I'll stop right there. In these few moments, I'd like to use the subject from which to preach. I can't believe this shift. I can't believe this shift. Stay with me, okay? Make sure that we pronounce it correctly. I can't believe this shift. You may be seated in God's presence. I can't believe this shift. One of my favorite shows, Don't Judge Me, is Power. And of course, Power 2. And now there's Power 3. The first two powers had a theme song that kicked off every one of the episodes. The theme song began, It's a Big Rich Town. I just come from the poorest part. And then Fitty Cent would slide into the first verse. And the first verse, you you know them because you've seen power. The first verse simply throws down like this by simply and powerfully suggesting that life is filled with shifts. It's a big, rich town. I just come from the pa- the poorest part. And 50 talks about life is filled with twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I like that because 50 is declaring that life is filled with insufferable shifts and every now and then the shift is so insufferable you want to declare I can't believe this shift I'll see if I can make this real plain I believe it's Harriet Tubman Harriet the Moses of our people I am crazy about Harriet Tubman because Harriet Tubman my sisters and brothers self-emancipated extricated herself from enslavement in the south and once she was free her freedom was not enough for her she wanted to turn around and go back and retrieve her husband you recall what happened Harriet goes back to retrieve her husband but once she gets back to that area in Maryland her heart is broken and spirit is shattered why because Harriet gets word that her husband had remarried wait it gets worse to magnify her misery, she discovers that the woman that he has married is now pregnant. Harriet is toe up from the flow up. She doesn't want to get back up. As a matter of fact, listen to what Harriet testifies transparently in the movie that speaks of her life. Perhaps you saw it as Harriet cries out to God, why'd you lead me here? You led me here. Why are you throwing this up in my face? Why did you let me live? I park here parenthetically because Harriet had discovered like 50 Cent that life is filled with twists and turns, bumps and bruises. We live and we learn and she identified since y'all didn't feel who is it? 50 Cent maybe you agree with Langston Hughes who angrily asked what happens to a dream deferred and then responded from river to river uptown and down there's liable to be confusion when your dreams get kicked around I'm simply suggesting that life is filled with twists and turns bumps and bruises we live we learn life is filled with insufferable shifts and every now and then we want to cry out to God I am sick of this shift is that what's happening in our text because in our text we meet my man Elijah and Elijah has experienced a series of insufferable shifts note with me that the book lets us know that Elijah comes on the scene during the time of a wicked politician by the name of Ahab Ahab has connected with a sister by the name of Jezebel and the book lets us know that when they connect that immediately the policies of the country are contrary to what had made Israel Israel and as a consequence God is not pleased understand that leadership is consequential and Ahab instead of solving problems that's the definition of leadership leadership solves problems, but problems but Ahab creates problems and my sisters and brothers Is that not what is taking place in these divided states of America? We have leadership all across this country that was alarmed by the record turnout of November of 2020. And now there are over 300 bills that are being passed in state legislatures across the country as they are trying to suppress the vote in a targeted and surgical fashion because we have politicians who are reversing democracy in a democratic country. Here it is. Voters elect representatives, but we have representatives who want to elect their voters. I guess I'll put it to you like this. There are some people they don't want to vote. And so as a consequence, the book lets us know that Israel is in a moral crisis. I'll park here parenthetically this country is in a moral crisis it's a moral crisis when you will spend so much energy trying to combat critical race theory but you won't fight racism it's a moral crisis when you are determined to ensure that the only ones that vote are older whiter and wealthier that's what's happening in texas it's a moral crisis when you have those on the right who will fight watch this what a woman can choose by way of her body because they are against abortion but somehow they're mighty quiet when it comes to dealing with the mortality rate of black women during childbirth we are in a moral crisis it's a moral crisis when we live in a country where billionaires are going to going to the edge of the earth but doing nothing when it comes to dealing with climate change it is destroying the earth and environmental racism that targets black brown and poor communities this is a moral crisis that we find ourselves in that is the crisis the crisis context in which my man elijah finds himself and the book lets us know in the time of ahab and jezebel God raised up an Elijah. Isn't it good to know that whenever evil raises up one person, God raises up another person. God is so good that when evil raises up Andrew Jackson, God will raise up a Sojourner Truth and a Frederick Douglass. When evil raises up a Woodrow Wilson, God will raise up a Paul Robeson and an Ida B. Wells. When evil raises up a wicked bus driver in Montgomery, God will raise up a Rosa Parks. When evil raises up a Bull Connor, God will raise up a Martin King. When evil raises up a Mayor Daley, God will raise up a Pastor Clay Evans. When evil raises up all of these crooked politicians today, God can raise up a Reginald Wayne sharp I'm trying to let somebody know that God will always have the last word but hold on because the text lets us know here it is that evil has raised up ahab and watch my man Elijah as he makes his way to the palace past the secret service and stands and makes an economic announcement he says until I say so there will be neither rain nor dew in in the land. Those of you with biblical consciousness understand that this is an agricultural economy. That means that when there is no rain or nor dew, there's going to be a famine, a pandemic if you please. And the book lets us know that when Elijah makes this announcement that God tells him to chill by the book, Brook Careth and there at Careth, God feeds him with water ravens who bring him bread and meat for breakfast and bread and meat for dinner it's the first meals on wings program and the book lets us know he drinks water from the brook until the brook dries up and a shift takes place and God speaks and says you've got to go now to Zarephath because I've commanded a widow to take care of you he goes to Zarephath it's not a rich widow it's a poor widow and another shift takes place is my man a is my man elijah saying god i am tired of this shift and somebody has tuned in i don't know you but god has me in your kool-aid i just called out your flavor and the last 16 months have been one shift after another and you've reached a point where you are sick of this shift sick of this shift Why? Because we find ourselves having to deal with the trauma of death on top of death. Not only that, but our hearts are grief stricken and and sorrow filled. And I don't know about y'all. I'm sick of this shift. I heard your mayor say when she was interviewed, we ain't just dealing with COVID-19. We're dealing with COVID-16-19 because COVID-16-19 has shown us. In the sick reality Of the deaths of George Floyd Breonna Taylor Ahmaud Arbery I can call the role Because in this country If you're not careful You'll experience what one brother calls Black exhaustion Where you're not tired of being black But you're tired of what comes with being black I'm black-austed Black-austed That's a word right there black Austin, Because when you're black-austed you're black Austin of the trauma of watching in real time the Death of black people on top of black people at the hands of officers. That is black exhaustion. Black exhaustion. When you find yourself, I'm about to shout, fighting for black people, but then you got to fight black people who you're fighting for. That will make you black Austin. I'm trying to let somebody know it gets black Austin to have to fight for the right to vote over and over again in a country that prides itself. On democracy it will make you black Austin well evidently my man Elijah is sick of the shifts but the book lets us know it's in the midst of the shift that he meets an unchanging God and that unchanging God says Elijah though you came from nothing you're going to accomplish something that will ignite a revolution and birth reconstruction I'm trying not to shout but that's exactly what God wants somebody to know I guess you didn't get it Elijah is from Tishba did y'all get that right there Tishba I knew I was preaching for a preaching phenom named Reginald Wayne Sharp so I did my homework and etymologically and geographically looked up Tishba do you know that Tishba is nowhere it means that he came from nothing he came from nowhere but to use the of Tupac Shakur he was a rose out of concrete and I'm simply trying to say let nobody look down on you because of where you came from because when you know God for yourself it ain't about your past it's about your possibilities God is more concerned with where you're going than where you've been preach Freddie Haynes I'm about to do that thing and so the text lets us know Elijah from nowhere is used by God to accomplish something because God can take nobody to do something that everybody has to back up and say look at God I didn't come through like I need to I won't forget when I was going through a difficult season the late great Dr. Frederick Sampson I ran into him at the National Baptist Congress and Dr. Sampson called me over and said what's up I've been hearing about you I said Doc I'm just going through a rough time he had watched this Reggie he had an a rubber band around his wrist he took it off of his wrist and said if I were to just pull this rubber band a little bit how far would it go I said it probably just drop dropped to the ground he said well what if I stretched it and you saw tension in the rubber band I said that rubber band would go as far as the tension being created by the stretching it's going through he said exactly what you're going through right now is God stretching you. You're feeling the tension of struggle and stress and Black Austin but when God's hand lets it go you're going to go places you never expected to go. Is there anybody tuned in right now who can say thank you God because I'm feeling the tension but I'm on my way somewhere. Thank you. I'm feeling the tension but God is about to set me to go places it exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask for imagine I'm holding y'all too long I got to go on watch the text what does it mean I'm almost done the text says when you get sick of this shift I love it God will bless you with a personal connection with the God above you that will give you the courage to deal with the craziness around you boom that's a shout right there your personal connection look what the text says the text says elijah goes up to ahab and says to elijah that i am coming here in the name of the god of israel the lord god whom i serve are y'all getting it he says god has got me and as long as god has got you and you are personally connected with the god who's got you y'all didn't shout off of that i gotta help you right quick because that's the Language of the culture. Whenever someone says I got you, it means you do what you can and they're gonna handle what you can't. Whenever someone says I got got you it means don't trip just trust when someone says I got you it simply means I'm to handle what you can't handle because this is bigger than you I got you and isn't it good to know that God has got ability and when God says I got you somebody can testify the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid God has got you so Jesus said in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world God says I got you because when God says I got you you can testify with Paul I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength God says I got you and since God has got you can't nobody come against you unless they go through the god who says i got you preach freddie i'm doing the best i can and so watch what he says he says in essence i love this god has got me meaning the revolution may not be televised but it will be theologized boom there's your shout right there it's about your theology because y'all recognize it sadly and shamefully we live in a time where bad theology is poisoning much of evangelical christianity where you have white evangelicals who are more white than they are evangelical and as a consequence they attack critical race theory but they do nothing to deal with racism in their churches and in the community why because their whiteness colors their evangelicalism and they don't get around to being evangelical because they're too busy being white But I want to introduce them to Jesus because the Jesus I serve, I'm talking about a revolution that will be theologized. The Jesus I serve was born homeless. The Jesus I serve when he was born homeless was born under the public policy of a death death dealing uh, a death dealing public policy and he escaped as a refugee who crossed over into Egypt grew up in Egypt and then when Herod died came back to Nazareth and Nazareth was so hood that somebody said can any good thing uh, come out of Nazareth and if NWA had been rapping back then their album would have been straight out of Nazareth and Jesus ministered to those on the margins. Jesus set the captives free. Gave free health care to those with pre-existing conditions. Fed those who were food insecure. Raised up those who were dead and then led a march on Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And when he led that march he went into the temple and turned over the payday and car title loan stores and told them that they should not economically exploit those who were poor he was lynched on a Friday but early Sunday morning God raised him from the dead that's my theology and that's the theology that births revolution I'm loving that I'm loving that and so Elijah says that's the God I serve but not just the God I serve but you better recognize who I am because when you know who you are it gives you courage to deal with the craziness of those who come for you Elijah's name means L-O, means elo, God is Lord God is my Lord I love that Elijah says God has got me but there's not only the personal connection but the text says I love this there's the pause for the cause I'm trying not to shout y'all see the pause for the cause because the moment Elijah says what he says to Ahab Elijah is told by God go down to Kareth and chill you got to pause for the cause I think it's Audrey Lord who says that when I take care of myself it's not self-indulgence it's self-preservation and self-preservation is Is an act of political warfare. And my girl, Brittany K. Barnett says that when black women engage in self-care, it's an act of revolution. Why? Because you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to spend time taking care of you if you're going to be good for anybody else. That's why I love my Jesus, because the book lets us know. His disciples said, man, are you hungry? He said, y'all don't get this. I have That you know not of. You see, when I engage in self-care and get away from y'all, when I pull apart to pray, that self-care that refuels me for the redemptive revolution that's coming in coming right now. And I'm trying to let somebody know. Maybe God is saying, "Call time out." Maybe God is saying it's time to get some rest. Maybe God is saying it's time to take care of yourself. Maybe God is saying it's time for you to allow God to take time to minister to you because you won't be good for anybody else until first of all you take care of yourself I know y'all not feeling it but I'm preaching it and telling it like it T.I. is because watch what the text says happens he goes down to the brook and there at the brook here comes the meals on wings program in that God rewires ravens to do what ravens don't don't normally do. Ravens normally are selfish scavengers. They are dirty. They just look out for themselves but God rewired them and they did what they had not planned on doing and ended up blessing who they did not plan on blessing because God can rewire the ravens in your life and the ravens will end up doing for you what they had not planned on doing. Y'all not getting it. Ravens are those persons who mean you wrong, but somehow they do you wrong and stuff ends up right. Ravens, I'm talking about ravens. And so Joseph told his brothers, Y'all are some ravens because you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Y'all didn't shout. I'm gonna give you a shout right quick. Do you know the word meant in Hebrew? We get our word weave from. And so what Joseph said is, Y'all meant it for evil but God weaved it for good y'all still didn't shout I guess y'all don't know anybody with a weave because you can step into a beauty shop looking one way and step out looking real hot and fly because there's power in a weave y'all still didn't shout Uh, my sister-in-law Patty in Detroit sent me this article a few years ago y'all can google this thing it's gonna mess you up a sister was at a bus stop and got Shot in the head, and when she got shot in the head, red, she went down, but then she got back up. And when she got back up, everything was fine. Listen, she got shot in the head and she went down, but she didn't stay down, she got back up. Why did she get back up? Because the bullet got stuck in the weave, and because the bullet got stuck in the weave, what was meant to take her down instead gave her a testimony where she got back up God is so unbelievable that God will take what was meant to take you out and before you know it you're bouncing back is there anybody tuned in who says my God is unbelievable God takes care of me even with ravens wait I'm not even finished because the text says it's not just the ravens but there's a brook and that means that God during a pen Bless my man, Elijah, to prosper. I got to shout someone right now because this pandemic has hurt. It's been hell, but some of y'all can testify. God kept me in the pandemic. God blessed me in the pandemic. God watched over me in the pandemic. God prospered me in the pandemic because God will send you blessings. The IRS can't even tax. Is there anybody who knows that God will? bless you in a pandemic i've held you too long i gotta quit here's the final piece the text says after you pause for the cause, the text finally says you pivot to a brand new future i love it you you have a personal connection you pause for the cause but then the text says you pivot here's the pivot the pivot is to go i'm about to shout because god says go to zarephath because i've commanded a widow to take care of you watch this i'm talking to you but i've already gone into your future and set the stage the reservation for your new possibility oh y'all didn't shout god is so good that god can talk to you in your right now while making reservations for blessings in your not yet and there's somebody who needs that word right now in your pivot, in your not yet, God is already making a way, God is already opening doors God is already making reservations for blessings in your not yet while God talks to you right now, thank God for your not yet oh, 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 so I'm I'm watching I'm watching a few weeks ago on Sports Center, and they do this piece. Reg, it messed me up. Sister Sharp, this is going to get you. Because a former football player is testifying that when he retired from football, I'm about to run out of here shouting. He retired from football, and his teammates were saying, Man, what you going to do? He said, Don't y'all understand? My highlights are not behind me. They're in front of me. Huh. <sighs> Oh, that's a shout for me. My highlights ain't behind me. My highlights are in front of me. My highlights ain't yesterday. My highlights are coming tomorrow. Do y'all know what highlights are? Highlights are what play during Sports Center and Sports Broadcast, where they show you what has already happened. That's the definition of a highlight. But my man redefined highlights and said, No, my highlights I haven't even seen yet my highlights are on the way I guess y'all don't know about that but when you know God for yourself you know your highlights are in front of you your highlights are down the road beloved now are we the sons and daughters of God it doth not yet appear what we shall be but when we see him we're going to be like him because we'll see him as he is that's a highlight in the future eyes have not seen ears have not heard nor has it entered in to the hearts of men and women the good things that god has in store highlights in front of me you ain't seen nothing yet the best is yet to come i got highlights in front of me so don't you worry god ain't dead god ain't done we got highlights in front let me quit with this I'm sorry this is getting too good to me so I'll quit with this I read this when Chadwick Bozeman passed Chadwick Bozeman Black Panther made his triumphant transition and this is what shouted me was the testimony of Chadwick Bozeman he testified in one particular video that when he was a student at Howard University that the students in the fine arts or active department had gone and applied for an internship program at Oxford University they applied and they got accepted they were so hyped they went and told their teacher the regal Felicia Rashad they told Felicia Rashad check this we applied to go to Oxford and we got accepted she said congratulations when do you leave and they responded well we can't go because we can't afford it she said that ain't no reason y'all go pack and while you pack I'll handle things and they went to packing and while they were packing over here Felicia Rashad called Denzel Washington and Denzel Washington covered the expenses of all of them to go to Oxford University why because their highlights were in front of them y'all didn't shout here's what happened Felicia said y'all go pack and while you're packing over here I'm going to work over here and God is bigger than Felicia Rashada. and so somebody needs that word right now God is saying go on and pack by faith because if you pack by faith over here I'm going to make a way out of no way over there if you do your part over here I'm going to do my part over there bring the whole tithe into the storehouse over here and I'll open up the windows of heaven over there give and it shall be given unto you over here and i'll give you more blessings good measure pressed down shaken together running over over there god can work over here while you're working by faith over there so whatever the shift looks like time is filled with swift transition note on earth unmoved can stand build your hopes on things eternal hold to his hand God's unchanging hand build your hopes on things eternal and hold hold hey hold to God's
2: And we thank God for that message. I'm sick of this shift. Can we celebrate God's preacher, the one and only Dr. Freddie Haynes? My God, my God, my God. There may be somebody out there, and this morning you're dealing with a lot of shifts preacher said you need some personal connections I know somebody I know somebody worth getting connected to his name is Jesus and he can help you through each and every shift that you face in your life information is right there on the screen you can email us you can text that number on the screen if you want to get to know somebody who can help you through every shift Somebody can testify you've been up, you've been down, you've been almost level to the ground, but because you had that personal connection that the preacher talked about, you've been able to make it through each and every shift. The doors of God's church are never closed. They're always open. We invite you to get to know Jesus. Because when you get to know him, you can say, oh, give thanks. Unto the Lord, for He is good. For He is good. Help us praise Him.
3: Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Yes, He is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Yes, He is. Oh, give thanks.
2: To you I want you right now to go and sow a seed sow into this word the seven ways to give popping up on your screen and I encourage you to sow into your shift yeah sow into your shift the next shift that you have you got to do your part so that God can do God's part so into your shift. There's seven ways to give on the screen. He's been good. He's been real, real good. He's been good. He's been real, real 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 good. Somebody said he's been mm-mm good. So been good. So been good. Come on, praise team, sing some more of that. Hey, show no good.
3: Show no good. Show no good. Show no
2: we got to get off the ship but may your struggles keep you near the cross may your troubles show that you need God may your battles end the way they should and may your whole life prove that God is good I pray your entire life every shift every mountain every valley proves that God is good. Have a blessed week. Peace, peace. Go out saying it's good.
3: Tell me that. makes me happy makes me feel this way
0: Hey family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace,
3: peace.